Hey, sweet listeners, welcome to the Fresco Show for... Is that bad? Is that weird? I think that's pretty cool. Uh, today is the 21st of January. Is it the 21st? It is the 20th. It's the 20th. It's my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, dad. Dad. <laughs> Happy birthday, dad. It was like, it's close enough to my dad's birthday that my dad's birthday was, was not too long ago. So... Close enough to my dad's birthday that I can say that too. Happy birthday to all the January birthdays. Um, Truth. Mostly just the dads. I think we can get in another podcast before the end of January. So if you're in the, like the last few days, in the no, not happy. No, not, happy birthday. <laughs> not to you, not to me. Um, this is the first show. This is the Fresco show where we talk about news and other bullshit and things that interest us. Uh, uh, we all work at Fresco News, which is a establishment. Uh, it's more of a it's more of a tech company with an app, but I call it an establishment. Don't call me establishment. I'm not. We're not established. Uh, we're establishing ourselves. Um, we've all we're been. Trying. This is this is a rough start. I, we haven't Let's done a pod- establish a topic right now. We haven't uh, done a podcast. Well, yes. And, Let's talk about. How I mean, we can just go straight. We can just go straight into the topics, or we can talk about how our winter breaks were, because people want to get to know us as people. Because that's the point of podcasting. But you know what? I don't care. Uh, Chicago is very cold right now. New York is very cold. New York is very cold right now. Uh, Nicole, do you know why that is? You know, we haven't even introduced ourselves. Don't just launch us straight into topics, okay? I'm sorry. (laughs) I just can't stop thinking about how cold it is, but Um, my name is Nicole. It's Nicole. I'm Im, and I wore two sweaters today. Um, I'm Burn, and I wore a hoodie and a jacket, because that's what I wear normally. Wait, take it back. I'm Nicole, and I wore a new hair collar today, so that's my thing. Yeah, well, it was the wrong one. That's so mean. <laughs> you tried. Um, is a nor'easter coming in? That's news. I'm not a meteorologist, but uh, that's a big storm. Uh, so we're apparently getting one to two feet of snow somewhere. Maybe Virginia. Maybe uh, Philadelphia. Maybe D.C. Definitely not Boston. I was, I was trying to signal to Nicole to get like a couple inches further from the mic. Okay, but not interrupt. There was just like, but I did anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're sorry. That is okay. Um, Taking a step back right now. So yeah, no, it's it's pretty. I don't know. Like I I came back from Chicago and like I didn't think it was that cold. I uh, I was in Chicago visiting some family and doing some traveling. It was fun, uh, but like I don't know. The my first day, my first day back. Here, it was like uh, 20, 30 degrees, uh, up from like the zero it is in the Midwest. So that was really nice, but I've gotten used to the uh, the cold again, which sucks. I was, um, looking at the, I was looking at the graphics for this nor'easter situation, yeah. and it's so weird. Because there's literally a gap so small of land where nothing will probably happen. Like, mm-hmm. there'll be probably around six inches of snow... Above it and six inches of snow below it, but like right in the middle where like Boston is, Massachusetts in general, mm-hmm. there's not gonna be, there's probably gonna be nothing. So wants to avoid Boston. Yeah, Just so. Just avoid go, the Boston area. In so yeah, flee to Boston. Um, or yeah, go take a fun road trip. I didn't even, like, when is this? Is this this weekend? Is this yeah, it's this weekend. 22 to 24th. Ooh, I yeah. will be in the office. Friday the whole to weekend, Saturday. Basically. We will camp out in Fresco. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. <gasps> Fresco sleepover 2016. Nope. Nope. At least I tried. We have like 11 and a half more months to get that uh, to work, so it definitely will. That's um, true. But and also, then it'll be the end of the year. 
what, but also what? I was gonna like go straight into how fucking hot it was last year. Yeah, yeah. How we don't have eleven months of that anymore. Um, <laughs> guys, climate change is real. Twenty fifteen. Well, kind of. Uh, kind of. No, no, it's definitely real. But um, that's not the only kind of. That's not the only attributing factor to 2015 being the hottest year on record. Like, it was so hot in New York that we didn't even need to have a hot summer to have a hot year. I thought that was gonna be more no, of a joke. I, I thought it was I gonna be like a, a drop the mic. Situation. It was so. I was just like, I'm just saying, like it wasn't that hot, but it was hot overall. Like the, is, the the summer was not hot in comparison to the rest of the year. Yeah. It wasn't a hot summer, but it was a hot summer. It wasn't even that hot of a summer. Well, it's been the well. It's not about like it was the summer. It's like the, the hottest entire, combined. Yeah, that's year. what I'm saying. Yeah. Every month was because the hottest like, it's been I'm it, since 1880. Even, even with the, the summer, fall that didn't got feel so hot. hot. Even with the summer not peaking and not being like it's the hottest summer, it still ended up being the hottest year, and that's how warm it was everywhere. We're still recovering from a 60-degree Christmas. Yeah, uh, seriously. Yeah, that I walked, was awkward. I was here on Thanksgiving, and I walked out of my apartment in a T-shirt. And I was just like, this shouldn't be happening. It was so uh, awkward. So the biggest culprit of this is, of course, El Nino. And uh, this, this is apparently the strongest uh, El Nino ever, tied with uh, the 97-98 El Nino. Uh, so that is... Them boys. Them boys. Uh, <laughs> Them boys bringing heat. Bring the heat. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the thing is like, this 2016 is going to be a test of if this if this is an anomaly or not, or if this is, uh, you know, the way it is. I mean, 2016 is pretty cool so far. So. But it's also January. And every year since, like, has been topping the year before. So we're like, exponentially, yeah, we've been ex- it's exponentially getting... Hotter I've had every like a, single year. Yeah, no, I have a relationship with weather because I'm from what is basically the uh, Fargo. At one point, was voted the coldest place in the United States. So I yeah, am definitely from the year a really hot place. Yep, so. it was Years voted ago. the coldest place. I don't know if it was place. voted, but it was. It was. It was. There was some system to establish <laughs> Let's it. Let's take people who don't live there so they can vote on it. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think that was the correct word, but it was. It was established. Certainly. Uh, I have no segue for this next topic. <laughs> There's lead in your water. Hey, if you're, if you're from Flint, Michigan, and you're drinking the water, there's lead in your water. Don't maybe, drink it. Maybe we should be more sensitive. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. it's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it is pretty fucked up. Um, so, since 2014, apparently, uh, there has been lead. Uh, the, the water in, in Michigan has been contaminated by lead. Um, As the result of a, a budget decision. Yep. They switched their water supply from treated water from near Detroit to, <laughs> to a local, river. less or untreated river. And this was recently discovered? I don't like know how this really came out, but Obama declared a state of emergency. Yeah. Or a federal emergency. Well, yeah, around 25,000 kids have been poisoned yeah. by, by this water. So. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, rightfully so, right? I mean, not rightfully so that they've been poisoned, but the, the emergency, certainly. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I'm kind of bothered by how long it took Obama to react, because we'd been hearing about contaminated water in Flint for six to eight weeks before uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. But also you think, like... The governor would have yeah, been able he, to maybe handle Maybe he was it. waiting for the the governor and, and the mayor to do something. And he did not. He was just like, "Yo, it's an emergency, and I kind of need twenty eight million dollars to like <laughs> at least 
handle the emergency part of it. Like they're just doing that for immediate resources. I mean, they're not just... even doing using the twenty eight million for like a long term plan. And imagine the secondary effects of dealing with this. I mean, three months of a which it probably will be, or you know, up to six or something of a city Definitely living on bottled water is months. a lot of plastic. I'm saying I'm saying during the emergency situation. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they're they're importing so many so much bottled water that like imagine that. Yeah. I mean that's a lot of uh plastic yeah, That's a lot of plastic uh not necessarily on waste, but like you know, just used up. Uh and I don't want to get into issues about bottled water in general. I think that, that just gets I into me being, being hypocritical. I can talk all oh, no, like fucking. I'll, I I drink bottled water sometimes, and I feel bad about it every time. But like, it's because you're not drinking Fiji. I I am drinking Fiji. I drink a lot of smart water. Oh, but not like a lot of smart water. Not like I'm addicted to smart water. Not like I'm like this is the best water ever. More just like you know, it's around. More like it just makes Brita you feel bottle. smart. I, uh, I have a Brita bottle. Nice. That's, that's the way to go. You're problem. good. Um, that's good. Apparently, and this is kind of unrelated, but apparently one of my roommates had a Brita filter, and he just, like, doesn't have it. He was just like, we were moving into my apartment, and he was like, uh, I have a Brita filter we can use. I'm like, that's awesome, because I don't love drinking New York City tap water. I mean, it's fine. Um, it's pretty clean. It's pretty good. Uh, Still don't try. But, like, filter water is always better. Uh, and then that just never came to fruition. And I, I don't know. We just forgot about it. Well, I have a filter that I haven't installed yet, so... And I literally, I've done this multiple times. I've gone over to people's places, and I've, like, been like, hey, can I get some water? And they're like, sure, cups are in the fucking cabinet. Uh, <laughs> wow, that sounds so strange that they would do that. <laughs> and I, I, get, I get a cup, and I, like, start to to, like pour myself water from the tablet and they're like no no we have a we have a Brita filter I'm like and you just fe- feel uh, so okay okay well, and I just feel yeah I don't know I feel yeah but Brita filters aren't gonna help the crisis in Flint yeah I mean some kind of filter would have probably helped it's kind of oh it reminds me of uh, of this movie I watched last night uh, have you seen the Overwatch or not the Overwatch the Overnight sorry Overwatch is a video game that's coming out um, I have also not seen the Overnight uh, the Overnight is this like really weird movies about these two. This weird movie about these two couples. Um, it's um, fuck. What's his name? Guy from uh, Parks and Rec. Who Adam Scott? It's Adam Scott and the lady from Orange Is the New Black. And then it's like Jason Jason Schwartzman as this really weird guy. And, and like Jason Schwartzman's character just develops uh, water filters. That's, like, the thing he does professionally, aside from other weird things. But you should watch that movie. It's really weird, and it, like, deals with insecurity in a, in a like, very direct way that not a lot of movies get at. Um, so but speaking, talking about speaking movies. Speaking of movies and... <laughs> don't take that from me! Speaking of, movie, was... speaking of movies and filtering. Mm. Ooh, Oscars boycott. Um, hashtag Oscars so white. Um, so this has kind of been an ongoing issue for years um, about the diversity of the academy and the diversity of the of, of A, just the, like, the academy itself and the, the members but also the diversity of the picks um, so since we've been gone in the past couple of weeks the uh, actually last week the uh, list of Oscar nominees came out for the 2015 year of movies, 2016 academy awards um, and there's been a lot of backlash about kind of the lack of diversity in the nominees um, 
And there are a lot of stats that that we could read out. Do you want Do you want stats? I don't really think we need all these stats. Uh, Oscar we voters. Yeah, we know there's a problem. Oscar voters are nearly ninety four percent Caucasian and like ninety percent men, and like that's the way it is. And and I think that's an issue. But I think it's more an issue that's kind of endemic in like Hollywood in general. Um, I think it's a thing of like it's it's getting slightly better, but it's also the thing where like this is brought up heavily around this time every year. And then, like, it's not necessarily dropped, but it's there's a drop off, and and like, the the problem is not in the academy, like, the problem is in the the greater system. At least I feel that way. And then um, you have Boone Isaacs, who is mm-hmm. the president of the Academy of Motion Pictures, mm-hmm. and she's saying, and, and everyone's saying, like, this these awards are not even representing our the president, uh-huh. which she is African-American, <laughs> and then she had to issue a statement saying that they're going to review the nominations and that obviously they've been trying to change the system, but obviously it's also not working. Yeah, or it's it's taking a, a, a very long time. That's, that's not... <laughs> that's like kind of a bullshit uh, excuse for it's nothing's happening. Of course. Um, and it's basically saying... That no, that no good minority or black actors came of 2015, which yeah. is like a huge lie. I mean, it's also like saying Carol's not one of the best nine movies of the year, which is a huge lie. But whatever, um, like it's 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 one of my problems with with the Academy, but it's also just like it gives a lot of legitimacy to something that I feel like has a lot of legitimacy, but also maybe shouldn't. Especially if you're like looking at landscape of, of film in 2015, per se, because there is so much out there, and there's so much good stuff, and and, and stuff that represents minorities and, and diverse groups that just goes completely unrecognized, um, just because it's not released, you know, at the right time or with the right marketing push, and that's just kind of like that's just Hollywood, and that's just Oscar season, and like I'm not saying that in a reductive way of that's just the way it is, and we can't change that because we should be trying to, but. It's it's just it's just a really difficult thing to deal with, um, especially when when yeah yeah especially when this comes out and it's like well obviously these groups are underrepresented, uh, but just people don't put in the time to like go out and 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 find these these important things that they're in. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any more thoughts on that? No. Just get on my movie high horse. I don't know. They're, I think we're all in agreement. I think, yeah. I think we are, but I mean, I hope we are. <laughs> um, um, so, but yeah, yeah, don't I, watch the Oscars. Yeah, I don't mean, tweet about the Oscars, don't read about the Oscars, don't post about I the mean, Oscars, unless you're talking about boycotting the Oscars. I mean, okay, sure. But don't don't think that that is a statement about the, the Oscars. Like, yeah, exactly. The, the next day, don't go back to... To tweeting you know, about not the criticizing the film industry, uh huh. Because I think there's plenty there worthy of criticism, and there's plenty there like, go. I don't know. Go go go. Tweet about things that you you think if you see something that not very many people are seeing or talking about. Tweet if you about see that. Something, say something. If you see something that you like and you think is doing a good job, uh, prog- <laughs> being progressive in this industry, fucking promote that shit and like tweet about it and. just if it, the, weren't for, if it weren't for vocal consumers, we wouldn't have all these gray toys that we just got. Make the world a better place. Are you, no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Oh, because they weren't. Because they, yeah, they, didn't, they didn't have all the ray toys, and then people got pissed that. off, I and then about that. all the companies started making ray toys. Yeah, ray was super cool. 
We're not going to talk about Star Wars again. Actually, we are, because today, breaking news, um, <laughs> within the last few hours, Star Wars Episode Eight was delayed uh, till the end of the... Well, I was going to say year, but 2017. Uh, it was originally scheduled for May. Um, and then Pirates movie, the new Pirates of the Caribbean, with Johnny Depp and Orlando Bloom and Jeffrey Rush reprising their roles, was pushed back from July into that May slot. Um, so that's kind of how Disney's doing okay. things. This is... I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with this, especially because they're probably going to make a better movie. Uh, I mean, I can't see and it being... And the past less. six films have been on a three-year release cycle. So. Yeah, that is true. Um, and I mean, I know they're trying to to do something every year. So Rogue One is next year. And then... Uh, I mean, and Rogue One is in the, the winter, I would assume. And then uh, Episode Eight would be in the next winter. And I, I hope they just keep going on the cycle. I actually didn't. I just assumed it was releasing in December. And yeah, didn't know too. it was planned for May. So I guess this isn't really news. This is just like things lining up the way I expected them to. And it, um, the same thing happened to J.J. Abrams with when they were making this one that just came out. Like they had a date and they had to push it back because he needed more time to be able to like film and edit the movie. Yeah, I think a lot of it is is. They're going to be starting filming next month. Okay, they're filming next month. That's awesome. I mean, um, I love Ryan Johnson and Brick, especially. It's a great movie. Um, and I think it has a lot of potential. I mean, the last episode, which was like a month ago, uh, we talked a lot about Star Wars and how we really liked it. And uh, if you check out my blog, it's on my top five films of the year list. Okay, that's enough fucking <laughs> for me. Um... Things I care about. Um, wait, Nicole. What? I thought. Did you see Star Wars before yes, we before we go before we go? Yes, I did. How? What'd you think? Well, I have like very little context as to what was going on. Okay, you need none. Yeah. So I I was sitting there and I was like, oh my god, everyone seems really excited about this lady that's getting off this aircraft. Wait, she has this hairdo that I know what it is. This is that girl. But that was basically, like, to the extent that I was excited about Star Wars. But I did it for my dad. I went to see it with my dad. Uh-oh. Yeah, I went to see it again with my parents. But it was brilliantly oh, yeah. made. It was very yeah. well made. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's um, yeah. I watched uh, the original trilogy again over my, yeah. my break. I think Return of the Jedi is my favorite Star Wars movie. I just watched Return of the Jedi <laughs> again, too. And, like... Criminally it might change my opinion, because up until, like, recently, I thought... New Hope was undisputably my favorite. Yeah, but Return of the Jedi, I'm liking it. Yeah, it's a it's a pleasant surprise. Unlike it's a and it's a really subtle dark like overtone. Yeah. That's the whole thing. There's like the, it's a really strong like aesthetically like thematically consistent piece. Yeah, definitely. Um, especially like coming off Walking Empire, which is you know the best one, quote unquote. Uh, but actually a clusterfuck. But it's kind of already. Like, it's kind of my least favorite of the uh, original three, uh, despite all the cool it's stuff. It's like the Revenge of the Sith of the original trilogy, because it had to happen. Yeah, definitely. I think Not it was as bad there, as Revenge of the Sith, but... Yeah, there's some great moments in it, but... Um, I don't know. It just it structurally struck me as really odd. Um, to slaw through up until you get out of Dagobah, so like... Yeah, kind of. Anyway. <laughs> more escapism. Uh, yeah, Oculus Rift pre-orders went out, uh, and the price was announced... Um, at $600, which made a lot of people angry, because uh, that's a lot of money to pay for something, uh, especially when the requirements are so stiff. Um, so, let's get some context here. Um, Palmer Lucky, in the past, has said that... Like, weeks before Yeah, this, weeks weeks before he pretty much said that... That's like the CEO. It's over $500, it's not going to work at a mass market. 
And way back, you know, maybe two years ago, or even their original CES presentation, um, Paul Murphy was saying that it that they're targeting three hundred dollars. On the other hand, more context, they got really, really, really nice display panels in it. These are OLED panels, meaning they have really quick refresh rates. That means no ghosting, no blurring. Yep. yep. Um, and really deep blacks. That means you have technically infinite contrast, meaning you can mimic the variations in brightness um, and in color that the human eye actually sees. Um, and because of that, it Oculus is still going to be taking a loss on this. I mean, they well, he said they're selling it at cost, which means it's breaking even, basically. If they're selling, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's I'm, just, I'm sure it's advertising and distribution will. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they will make a lot, and it's yeah. you know it's. I think I heard this somewhere else, but it's it's this it's this kind of catch twenty two of for something like this to sell, you need to have you know software that people yeah. are interested in, but you need to get it in people's hands, and I mean like to develop hands too, which has already been sent out. Which the frustrating um, part for me is the reason they sold to, to Facebook is to get scale and allow them to sell at low prices. I mean, the comparison I keep hearing is, and like I'm skipping around a lot, and there are more things I have to say about this. Um, but, but the comparison I keep hearing a lot is like a lot of people, like everyone has iPhones now, and like when the first iPhone came out, not that many people bought it. But like, yeah, it was everyone thought it was, it was clunky. Expensive. It was like, eh, but. But the thing, I don't know, like like VR, virtual reality, VR is super cool. I did not listen to Comic Con. It was it was cool. It was great. It's like, you know, getting all this hype. But and and, and you're it, gonna have an eighteen hundred dollar computer. Already. Yeah, that's the other thing about it is you need a, a very powerful PC. I'm not gonna read the specs because whatever. Uh, you need like three USB three ports and a USB two port, uh, which not a lot of people have. And like a seven hundred dollar um, graphics card. Yep, and like the top of the line graphics card. Um, and I mean, if you're gonna be, if you're the kind of person who is interested in being an early adopter of this, you probably already have that stuff, or most of it, or like have been thinking about upgrading your PC soon, because um, you probably play a lot of games. But it's 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 still a lot to ask. Um, but I don't know. I wasn't necessarily surprised that it would be of the when the price was announced. I mean, I, I saw a lot of negative reactions on Twitter, no. but like it's it's what it is, and it's not gonna sell amazingly, and it's just kind of out there to get into people's hands and like there's going to be competition and that's going to drive VR as a whole and I think that's kind of like it's it's one of the it's this weird thing where I, I look at it and I feel like everyone's kind of working together in a weird way to kind of drive the concept and the, the like new technology into people's homes in general um, I mean yeah. like you look at like the, like the Gear VR and stuff and it's I don't know well, that's um, Oculus also Huh? That's Oculus. That's also. Oculus also. Yeah. Okay. So bad example. But Google but that's like more like HTC Vive. Yeah. No. The I mean the like Vive is amazing. The, the, the if vibe, you have a giant room. Yeah. No. The Vive is this amazing experience with a giant room and like headset and like wall sensors and, and weird stuff like that. Whereas the Oculus is, is just the headset and then some comes with a couple controllers, uh, which is like costing them nothing. So don't worry about that. Uh, and like, like the Gear VR is kind of the more affordable option if you have, you know, that Samsung phone. Um, a Snote. Yeah, and um, I mean, like, yeah, I it, it just seems like Oculus isn't going to be necessarily the most consumer friendly of the options. I mean, and then PlayStation VR is coming out eventually, oh, yeah. which I mean, you if you have a PlayStation Four, I mean, I'm getting one. 
Yeah, I mean, and, and the chances are like PlayStation's marketing strategy, especially like like you think about the PS4 announcement, they waited for Microsoft to come up with their price and then undercut that. Is you know like going below I'm, what the Oculus? I'm going to call four hundred dollars right I was now. I'm going to say it's the same price as the box. I was going to call four hundred. So thanks. How dare you? Um, I could I could see it at five hundred, but four hundred seems like the best price for them, especially because they don't need to sell controllers with it. They don't need you know you don't need a you just need a PS4. And um, I think maybe that, an eye. Yeah, maybe an eye, uh, which could, are probably cheap at this point. I don't actually yeah. know. I mean, they're like fifty bucks or hundred um, tops. But like seriously. I think that might. I mean, I hadn't experienced it, but I think that might be the the like most consumer friendly option in terms of our experiences. Yeah, something gonna something's going to have to work with console to get mass appeal. Yeah, definitely on some level. Um, but it's I don't know. It's exciting, uh, and it's 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 cool stuff, um, and it's it's a little frightening in, in certain ways. But, but I'm I'm I don't know. I'm looking forward to this to kind of like 2016 is kind of the year of VR, and when that stuff starts getting in like people's hands. Oh, one more thing about the Oculus story. Uh, people who like backed it on Kickstarter for like three hundred dollars or like mm-hmm. four hundred are getting a copy. Ooh! So that's kind of causing some tension. Um, that's nice of them. Yeah, but like it's super nice to to support super early adopters. Yeah. Um, and I'm so sick of talking. <laughs> Done. Podcast Uber. Over. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna carry this no. at, least, at least through one more thing, because uh, I don't like Uber that much on some levels. Uh, Uber just paid five hundred thousand dollars to get uh, exclusivity over ride hailing at the Super Bowl. Um, that means uh, they handed over some cash so their competitors can't pick people up and take them home after the game at the stadium. Or take them to the actual game. Or I take think. them to the game. Like either yeah. either way, there there's designated drop off zones which basically surround the stadium um, and are all the convenient options. And yeah, I have some questions. So they're they're the official if like rideshare, right? Yeah. Yes. So what about cabs? Like cabs are city, allowed. City cabs are yeah, allowed. Yeah, cabs are allowed. And where's the Super Bowl this year? Which which it's... means it doesn't matter. No one's gonna take a cab, no. probably. Yeah, it's not. The Bay Area. Okay. Uh, They might take cabs. But, yeah. It's not New York. They're not going to take cabs. Taxis, public transportation, private vehicles, and there's also going to be express bus available for people to go there. So, there are other options, but just, like, no lift, (laughs) basically. Well, I mean, like, lift is owned by Uber, so, I I mean. What? Is that that not a thing? No. Okay. Uh, Lyft got a big investment from GM. Okay. Uh, a bunch of big auto companies are sort of banding together to fight Uber. Um, okay. th- that thing happened, and then like in Europe, a bunch of other ride-sharing apps are doing their own thing with like a centralized dispatch system, and then there's some other partnerships with Lyft. All of these competitors are kind of massing together to become larger entities to actually provide a challenge, which is which encouraging. Is, yeah, and this is definitely necessary. I think also, like you, you go, I don't know, I feel like going other places, like there are competitors here that aren't really doing as well, like nowhere near. You at least like see that and, and have the option for that. Where in a lot of cities, you, it's kind of just like yeah. Uber is monopolized. Yeah. Uh, everything in terms of that industry. Um, you'll be really happy to hear this. Is my Uber is just like fucked. It's like I. It keeps on telling me to put in my like updated credit card information, and then it just isn't saving it. So I can never call an Uber. So I had that for a while too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's bad. I had to put in a different credit card 
other than like the newer stuff, um, and then mm-hmm. transfer it, and then take a ride, and then switch it back to my card. Oh, really? Yeah. Like yeah. it wouldn't charge the transaction until I charged it one one on a different oh, wow. card. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. So I just use Lyft because. Well, I just yeah. shamefully moved to Uber VIP, which like it probably means I take way too many Ubers. Yeah, is, do they just give you that yeah, how after a while? I guess they sent me an email and they were like, "Welcome to Wait, Uber so, VIP," and so I was like, get? "Yeah." Basically nothing. You own the app, and now it has a tab that says VIP, and it means that you get the best rated cars faster. Okay, so you, yeah, all right. But it's basically... That doesn't seem to mean anything. It, cool. it literally means I mean, nothing. I it's, mean, it's it's cool for, like, some cities, because, like, if you go... Yeah, like, places where Uber has only been for a few months, there are a lot of issues with, like, trusting the drivers. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I was back home in Dominican Republic, and Uber just got there, like, maybe like a month and a half, two mm-hmm. months ago, and I was using it there, and I didn't know that it was, they were, they're really strict to hire people, um, and taxi drivers are getting really mad because Uber is taking all of their business, but I actually found Uber to be more enjoyable, so it really works in other places that's not Yeah, well, New I York. think I think they're cracking down on their yeah. hiring practice, too, because there's been so much publicity. I mean, there was that that Uber driver who drove the wrong way through the Hudson River Tunnel. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, not not very safe. You know what else isn't going to be safe? Your What's phones. No. Oh. <laughs> um, because the state of New York is trying to ban the sale of encrypted phones, which included in that is every single iPhone, just every phone. Not that, um, Not even like the state of New York. It's a Sammy man, Matthew Titone, or Titone, however that's mm. pronounced. It's called yeah. uh, Matt Titan. Oh but no! Oh, <laughs> just I was like, okay, well that sucks. <laughs> nope, that would that would be really. The funny thing is like, way, way the bill's written, they were like, that of January first, twenty sixteen, and that hasn't been changed. So they like this. This was brought up like maybe like nine months ago, and they keep like trying to bring it back. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now it's um there's there's a push going on right now and if you live in New York you should go online find the official document um, and if you scroll down there's actually a discus comment section and you can leave your comments saying you don't want that probably yeah, yeah. most likely or yeah, you do your research and and just but, see what you want but don't don't get too mad because if if you have profanity or whatever they're they're actually screening all the comments themselves before they go online. So kind of dystopian, but watch your back. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Dystopian seems a little harsh for <laughs> screening comments before they go online. I mean, for... Like, for have, a, you seen, have you seen comment sections before? Yeah, but like, it's... A, They're vile. Yeah, but you should moderate it, not screen it. I guess you should mod, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a really good point. 1984 is coming back. Just <laughs> 2084. George Orwell is just 32 years early. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good quick math. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is he? Yeah. I was like, wait, what? George Orwell is also 32 years late. George Orwell died in the year he wrote that book? Or the year after? I think that was like the last thing he wrote. He died. 1948. 1984 was written in 1948. I know a lot of weird things about George Orwell. I don't know. He was a good, he was a cool dude. I don't know if he was a cool dude at all, but I like his writing a lot. Uh, is that it? We're done with the show? Yeah, we don't do. We don't want to talk about the debate. Do we? No, no, I think. I think Bernie won. I think Bernie didn't bring it as hard as he should have. 
That's all I'm gonna say. I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, like too. Bernie did win, like yeah. actually won. Uh, but I don't know. I I was I was like, you need to. He's, he's kind of like, he has a lot of public support, but he's still kind of the underdog in a lot of ways. And it's like, yeah, yeah. there's still, there's still this place Hillary's where if he goes kind of, too far out of turn, he can get crushed. Yep, definitely. Uh, I think O'Malley. Uh, O'Malley needs to stop. <laughs> O'Malley's yeah. only a candidate on paper. Sure, so let's be real. But for being a paper man, he did a good I mean, job. Yeah, no, he <laughs> he got some points in. Yeah, I mean, like, I think he should make room now. <laughs> for the real people to step up. Well, sure, I have sure to say, we can get some sick one on I mean, debates. That's true. If you want to swap with Elizabeth Warren, though, I'm all for it. Okay. The only thing I have to say about the debate, I did, like, I watched it, but also trying to find an unbiased summary of the debate was impossible. <laughs> it just happened. One of them actually like read Sanders equals Trump. And it was just um, the moment where I decided to shut off my computer, yeah. and this was not a that, thing. That's that like one of my worst. That's like one of my least favorite hot takes to come across is the "they're both populists" article. I just, I was just like, I can't do this. Let's not talk about it. I was so happy when I heard we were talking about this, and yet we are. Hot takes. Now we're done. Now we're not talking well, about anything. Um, let's let's do some quick plugs before we wrap up. Uh, we're also, I, I totally meant to say this at the top of the show, but we're in a new studio today, so hopefully, uh, everything sounds better. I don't know. And, and if it or does, not worse. It, if it does, it might only be temporary. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Don't get your hopes would, up, but. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it's happen. Happen. Uh, and, and what we can do. I would love to start recording in, yeah. a, new, in a new place. Getting Where? to the old studio is kind of a hassle. I yeah, feel it really yeah. is. What is not a hassle and not temporary is Fresco. Okay, the you do this. This is your job. <laughs> the world um, needs your camera. And also, we need new content managers. So if you want to be a part of the great team that is Fresco, you should email... I'm going to go for Morgan at, at fresconews.com with your resume. We would love to have you if you have good grammar yeah. and a sassy sense of humor. And also write a cover letter. I think we're looking for I those. mean, people do that. Yeah, I guess. that's the thing people do. Yeah, if you want to work with... Uh, Directly with me, Nicole, and um, Imogen, and I mean less directly, but but I'm she's like around. equally interactive. I'm I'm in line of sight. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sometimes. So yeah. Um, and just so we know that you're coming from the podcast when you send that email, oh, tell us yeah. your favorite oh, kind yeah. of pizza. Yeah, definitely do that. Oh what if gosh. someone tells us their I favorite kind of pizza, regardless of listening to the podcast or not? Also, we need to tell Morgan about that, because she's oh, just yeah. like, the person just told me their favorite kind of pizza. I was like, oh, that's it. I think I'll just wait till she gets the email, and then and just like, and she she'll show it, it to you, and you'll just be like, what she'll if? She'll probably like put it on Beescape or something. Oh, Beescape is one of our chats. channels. Yeah. If you yeah. don't know what Slack is getting, you're getting the fucking game. Jeez. Um, I'm sorry. So, uh, I'm just angry. Burn. I'm, I'm not angry. I'm Feel very, the burn. Having a so burn. Having a good day. Plug yourself. You just started at IndieWire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you can find the things I write uh, on IndieWire.com. Um, hopefully, I'll be writing some features at some point later in the year. I, I uh, I'm doing news and stuff there. So check that out. Uh, check out things I write on on my blog. Uh, btgelbart.wordpress.com and then you can find me all over the interwebs at feel the burn b-r-y-n imogen 90s not today is my twitter um and i'm gonna do something different if you like electronic music like deep house and stuff my soundcloud is imogenic yeah i really like that name 
Uh, I hate plugging myself because I feel like my name is so long. But anyway, I'm everywhere as Nicole, C-O-I-S-C-O-U. And all my writings are on Fresco. Yay. Yay. And, and the new school free That's a thing. That's a thing, and it's yeah. real. So we should check it out. Um, what's our tagline? Do you want me to leave with something? I usually end with get paid, but Nicole approached me and was like, stop saying that she didn't actually say that I to me. <laughs> I was like, what? I would never say that. No. Um, be a part of history. Is that the thing that we're doing? I don't like that one. I'm going to recommend an album. The World Needs Your Camera. The World Needs Your Camera is a good one. Actually, yeah. Let's just all go around recommending albums. Okay. I'm, I'm going to recommend uh, Spooky by Lush. Okay. Wait, I was not prepared for this. Okay, we'll I'll, come back. I'll have two for you. Uh, a newer one and an older one. Um, Deathmatch by Health. And then, uh, yes. if you haven't ever listened to Ziggy Stardust, go listen to Ziggy because of Bowie. I'm going to fall into the R&B side of things because that's how I do. I've been listening to Late Night by Jeremiah. I'm sorry. It's great. I like it. <laughs> I have two. Great. Now I don't feel so alone. <laughs> I have it. I don't feel so basic anymore. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good night. The world needs you.